So, evening everyone. I wanted to talk a little about injustice tonight, how we practice with injustice. And I recalled um, there is a saying by Bodhidharma, the founder of Zen in China. Um, to enter the practice, there are four inclusive practices suffering injustice, adapting to conditions, seeking nothing, and practicing the Dharma. Uh, so what does it mean by suffering injustice? Um, I'll start with a personal account of it, a minor one, in the scheme of things. Uh, we had an incident a few weeks ago at home where a tradesman down the road um, backing up, backed, up, backed up into our fence and damaged it and then drove off. And my wife Diana witnessed it. And so what do you do about that? Do you just do nothing? Do you just suffer injustice or do you follow it up? Well, I'm a bit of a fighter, so I followed it up. So I tried to find out who it belonged to and asked them to pay for the damages and accept responsibility, which they didn't, and went to the police about it who couldn't do anything. So followed it up. And then there was a point where I thought, there's no point following this through anymore. It's just a waste of time, and I don't want to waste my time and energy on a minor matter that are greater things that I'd rather put my energy into. But um, you, you, you read this about suffering injustice. What does it actually mean? Does that, does that mean that you, you never fight injustice? You just kind of accept everything that kind of happens to you and you do nothing? Well, there is a kind of passive Buddhism that, that follows those principles. Um, and they just kind of accept what happens to you and, and don't get caught up in fighting injustices or political activism or anything like that because that's just the way things are. But if you, if you consider some great world leaders, and the people, some that come to mind, there are many, but someone like Gandhi you know, or Martin Luther King, um, and so some of our local um, indigenous people who fought to, um, um, to get us to see how their lands were stolen from them and the genocide that occurred to them. Um, these are people who didn't do nothing. They actually fought for injustice and they actually made a difference. Um, and without Gandhi, potentially, you know, um, the Indians wouldn't have won their, their independence from British colonialism. Without, without people like Martin Luther King, racial equality in the US may not be as progressed as what it is today. People like Eddie Mabo, you know, fighting for Aboriginal land rights, you know, maybe we'll be back where we were. Um, I think, but, so there are examples, and when you look at those people, um, Gandhi didn't appear to be someone who was just complaining or who was caught up in bitterness, you know, and rancor, you know, but someone who's actually active. The same you could say about someone like Martin Luther King, very passionate man, you know, passionate speeches. Um, but he didn't appear to be a, a man who was bitter. Um, and yet, a lot of the work I do as a psychologist, like, particularly if you deal with things like workers' compensation, but just life issues generally, you come across people really caught up in the bitterness of what occurred to them, 
and it doesn't seem to be helping them anyway. You know, they they're just getting worse and worse, and their their well-being and their own mental health is just going down more and more. And they like they fight tenaciously, and they won't let go. And yet, it doesn't seem to be doing them any good. And in the long run, you can see that it hasn't done them any good. And they come to the realization many times after a long time that it didn't do them any good. Um, so how do, you, how do you bring Zen practice to this? You know, is it just a matter of saying, just suffer injustice, never do anything, is it a matter of fighting? In a sense, I think both are appropriate responses to injustice when it occurs. Not so one's right and one's wrong. They both can be appropriate responses. But how do you respond? Yeah. If you're going to fight something that's unjust, then I think a Zen approach is do it 100%, right? Don't do it half-heartedly, do it 100%, right? And if you're going to let go and just suffer the injustice, then do it 100%. Mm-hmm. But what is in the middle ground there when it's not 100% is just simply complaining. You know, and, and injustice occurs, you keep venting about it, you keep complaining about it, you keep thinking about it all the time, and you neither let it go, and you don't really put yourself 100% into doing something about it. I think it's that middle ground there in the middle uh, which creates a lot of um, unnecessary suffering for people. Um, personally, when I have been involved in... Um, political activism around ecological issues, which I'm often very passionate about. Uh, I'm actually, I must confess, I get really impatient with people who just go along to meetings and complain or just want to hear the sound of their own voice, but don't actually do anything constructively towards a strategy or a plan to actually fight the issue. it's just making a lot of noise about something but not actually doing anything constructive on a direction. So if you do commit towards some kind of issue, whether it's a personal issue or a political issue, I think the Zen approach is use that energy to actively do something constructive that makes a difference um, rather than just complaining and making a lot of noise. Or the alternative is you just surrender to the fact that, that it's unfair. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, in a sense, what Bodhidharma is referring to about suffering injustice, just accepting that it's unfair. Um, the way of being in the world of a Zen person, of course, is that um, uh, you, you may suffer injustice and you may suffer unfairness, right? but you do the best you can to actually be fair with everyone and just in your dealings with everyone. But just because you do it doesn't mean it's going to come back. Right? 